0: LOI Match Day on Off the Ball.
1: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. I'm Stephen Doyle and I'm all set to take you through reviews and previews of all the action in the SSE Electricity League. We'll hear from three camps this week Draughty United's defensive giant, the man who's taken Galway right to the top. And a brave man who spent time with the hoops and the bows. Team news, stats, form, league, position, and plenty more. I'll give you all the info you need heading into every League of Ireland match day. So after match days eight and nine in the Premier Division, Bows bounce back while the champions find their groove, and Higgins' title-winning hopes hit a major speed bump. The Tolka Boys go top half, while the Lily Whites hit the skids. In the first division, Terry lands a dreamland while the Wanderers overtake the Ramblers, who were KO'd by the Blues. And Roggie's harps are disappointed after another long trek. This is LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. Here's what happened on Match Day 8 in the SSE Airtricity League Premier Division. There was a massive buzz around last Friday's Dublin derby with Virgin Media doing a fine job to hype up their own broadcasting of the game which was widely praised. Despite a good opening for their side, the buzz amongst the Bohemian supporters faded in the 43rd minute when Shamrock Rovers broke the deadlock with Neil Ferugia heading home a pinpoint cross from Jack Byrne. The champions capped off an excellent second half performance with a goal scored by Rory Gaffney and it was his attack partner, Graham Burke, who received the Man of the Match Award for the Hoops. He spoke to Virgin Media after the 2-0 win about the significance of just their second win of the campaign.
0: Now, any time you come here, it's obviously going to be a big game, but it adds that little bit more motivation because um, it's the top of the league, you know, so we wanted to come here and make a statement, obviously, we're champions, so, you know, we want to come up here and uh, put on a big performance, and I thought we'd done that.
1: In Friday's other Old Dublin clash, Shelburne had a frustrating time at the college where UCD held the Reds to a nil-all draw. There wasn't much to see on the LOI TV highlights package from Belfield where both sides managed just one shot on target. Over to Inchicore and St. Patrick's Athletic and in particular Jake Mulraney would seem to be clicking into gear after a poor start to the season. It'll come back for Lennon who shot his blocks.
0: Doyle, dangerous ball. Lovely finish by Mulraney. Doyle set it up. Mulraney put it home. Three goals and three games for him. He's had a great run. St. Pat's lead by one goal to nil.
1: Having gone five games without a goal from the start of the season, that opening goal in the 4-0 win at home to Cork City was Mulraney's third in consecutive matches. The Drimna man is fast becoming a hero at Richmond Park where Jason McClelland, Jamie Lennon and Mark Doyle added the other goals to send the Rebels home without a point. Draw United boss Kevin Darty was fuming despite his team beating Derry City 1-0 away from home and with 10 men for most of the game It was the red card for teenage defender Emmanuel Adeboyega that angered Darty, and he became further enraged after he was sent to the stands a first for him in 15 years of coaching However, for the part-time drugs taking three points from the Candy Stripes home ground left a sweet taste and especially for goalkeeper Colin McCabe who spoke to LMFM after the win absolutely it is um, and you say 10 men for what 70 minutes Um, it's a great win it's a great
0: win do you know um, don't get me wrong they've had two goals ruled for offside I definitely think the corner was definitely 100% right Um, McGonagall's won before that I'm not too sure but lucky when you come here or 10 men down it's going to be tough it's going to be tough and we said at halftime we only needed one chance we said we can still get chances to pass the ball around and stuff Um, and we've done that Um, and I think everybody in there deserves that Um, the manager everybody you know nobody would have given us a chance coming here we've got a tough few fixtures coming up um, but this will definitely give us the confidence we need for the next few games
1: Meanwhile the other loud club suffered another defeat to a Rovers team at Oriel Park last weekend a 16th minute strike from Sligo Rovers striker Max Mata who consolidated his place at the top of the league scoring charts with six from nine games put Dundalk on the back foot early but they hit back Ryan Tulloch scored on the rebound just before half time after his initial spot kick was saved by Rovers keeper Luke McNicholas then in the 89th minute Sligo have turned that over and there might be a chance for them to spring forward and get a winner here here they come oh they have got a winner
2: Sligo Rovers and is it Radisablovich with the goal?
1: Well, a minute before the half-time break, Dundalk threw themselves level in the game, but a minute before the end, it's Sligo Rovers who have taken a lead goal, and it's Stefan Radisablovich, the Faroese, who has got the goal, and Sligo may well have taken all three points here. Well, they certainly did take all the points. Sligo Rovers seeing a 2-1 victory at Dundalk, whose weekend was about to get worse.
0: L.O.I. Match Day on Off The Ball
1: Here's what happened on Match Day 9 in the SSE Electricity uh, League Premier Division Shepard throws the ball out in the end of Cork City trying to put pressure on him with Bargery
0: Keele no. flicks it on Murphy he's in here, up against Shepard, can he score? He yes! Gets! Goal for Cork City no. Shepard Cork slipped. City won, Dundalk now
1: That was Keane Murphy bagging his first Cork City goal of the season in a 1-0 win against Dundalk at Turner's Cross on Easter Monday. Murphy, who scored a total of 18 league goals across the previous two seasons, was making his first start of this term after two sub-appearances following his recovery from an injury. City are seven clear of the bottom side UCD, but on nine points are just two behind Dundalk, who have now lost three matches on the bounce. They'll be glad of the return of Pat Hooban, who made a sub-appearance at the Cross after missing the previous two games. The aforementioned students followed up their draw with shells with a 3-0 defeat to Shamrock Rovers. Graeme Burke backed up his man-of-the-match performance at Mount Park with a first-half double before Jack Byrne sealed the win with a second-half goal at Tallaght Stadium. Burke is now tied for second place behind top scorer Max Matta in the goal-scoring chart on five goals, along with Cork City's Rory Keating and St. Patrick's Athletic midfielder Chris Forrester. Forrester also bagged a first-half double on Monday as his side earned an impressive 3-1 win against Drogheda United at Weavers Park. You'll hear from drug centre-back Conor Keeley in a few moments. His teammate Dylan Grimes had levelled the match before Forrester's second and the Saints had to wait until the 95th minute for that third goal scored by Owen Doyle, his third of the season. Winning boss Tim Clancy wasn't totally happy with his team's display.
2: Performance... uh yeah, listen, I think it was, it was probably play better. Um, we gave a couple of chances first half. I think uh, Dean's made a brilliant save. Um, I think it was at one-all where Dylan Grimes went one, uh, 1v1 from a breakaway from a corner. Um, and did a lot of pressure second half as well. Um, but listen, we get a goal right at the end to make it look 3-1, but... It was a lot tighter
1: again. Drogheda are in seventh, a point ahead of Dundalk while the Inchicore Club are fourth but level with third place Shamrock Rovers on 14 points and just one behind Derry City who are beaten again at home. Leaders Bohemian showed great character after losing to the hoops by going north and winning at the Ryan McBride Brandywell for the first time since April 2019. They had lost two and drawn four in that time. Dean Williams scored for the Gypsies with a penalty that hit the hand of goalkeeper Brian Mar on the way. As the boos and muscles ring out, it's Dean Williams. And Maher gets a hand to it, but he just
2: can't prevent it from entering the net. First blow to Bohemians in the 66th minute. And Dean Williams breaks the deadlock here at the Brandywell.
1: A good day for Bo's boss, Declan Devine, returning to his old stomping ground for the first time since his old club relieved him of his duties. That 1-0 win extended his team's lead at the top to six points. And to wrap up the weekend's top flight action, Shelburne beat... Sligo Rovers 2-1 at Tolka Park coming from behind after former Candy Stripe Danny Lafferty put Rovers in front with a header in the 36th minute while they also hit the crossbar in that half Shells hit back though in the 52nd minute with Manny Smith slamming the ball into the roof of the net his first goal of the season the winner was one of the most bizarre on goals you'll see with Shane Farrell's long ball from his own half glanced into his own net from 20 yards by Rovers defender John Mahan
0: LOI, Match Day
1: on Off the Ball. Coming up on Match Day 10 in the SSE Electricity League Premier Division, the second series of top flight fixtures is upon us already, but two clubs will have to wait a couple of extra days to play their fixture as Dundalk's favourite son, son—nope, not Pat Hooban, President Joe Biden is in town and had no interest in catching the soccer. So, the Lily Whites must wait until Sunday at 3 o'clock to kick off against Derry City. Dundalk have lost their last three, while Derry have lost their last two. They ended in a goalless draw last month, so this looks like an intriguing tie. On Saturday night at 745 7th place draw to United go west to face Sligo Rovers, who are a place above with the same amount of points, 12, but with a better goal difference. United defender Conor Keeley, all 6 foot 5 of him, spoke to LOI Matchday on the back of a really impressive return to the Premier Division. The former Shelburne and cabin centre-back spent two seasons with Ballymena in the NIFL Premiership, where he banked a lot of important experience.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things, you know. Again, probably the biggest thing I, I ended up playing in the cup final, an uh, Irish cup final, you know. So, you know, just playing week in, week out. You know, I think I ended up playing seventy odd games, um, in two seasons, whatever it was, um, but don't have the exact number. But, um, you know, just playing games constantly. You know, learning different leagues. So I kind of just threw myself into it. A new league. I didn't know anybody up in the team, whatever. So it was, it was something I had to do. I, I, I felt to to progress my career.
1: The opportunity to sign for Derry United was too good for the 25-year-old to turn down. It meant playing for the manager that handed him his senior debut at Shelburne. Kevin Doherty's passion and determination to win was evident after the win against Derry City, and Keely explains how it feeds into the squad.
2: No, hundred percent. You know, he he brings passion into. The, the dressing room and the team and you know you've a lot of young lads there um who who want to play for him who want to to make an impression so you know again I think we we're off for of that that decision and again it worked out well in the end but um now he's 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 like that he's he's passionate he'll do Eton for us and he, he, he brings that, that that passion to the dressing room and the fees into the
1: players. Drogs followed up that great win with a disappointing home defeat to St. Patrick's Athletic and while they are one of only two part-time squads in the top flight, Keely refuses to use that as an excuse when there's such a short turnaround between games.
2: There's no, there's no point sitting back and saying yeah, no, look, we're only part-time. We'll, we'll take we were disappointed on Monday um, losing the Pats. You know, I feel like we gave away three sort of soft goals and um, you know, obviously one being a penalty and the others, we could have easily um, stopped as well. So, you know, we're, we're disappointed coming out of that.
1: United beat Rovers 1-0 last time out. It's a result that Keeney knows their hosts will be desperate to avenge.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a tough game. You know, I think they were disappointed with their performance when they came to, to uh, Weavers Park there a couple of weeks ago. Um, and rightly so. I think we were we were probably the better team on the night and they'll admit that themselves. But again, they have internationals in their team. They have lads who... Can go on to have great careers. Um, for down the lines. It's it's going to be a tough game. Um, going down there on a Saturday as well. So, look, we're going to do our thing. We've, we've our game plan set out. Uh, we're going to work on it this
1: week. And um, you know, hopefully we're we're going to go down there and and try to win the game. UCD welcome Cork City to Belfield for a basement battle on Friday night. In what is a busy night in the capital city, the students are still seeking a first win of the season against the team they were hammered four 0 by at Turner's Cross in round three. Bohemians are looking to extend their lead at the top of the table as they entertain fourth place St Patrick's Athletic. The table toppers are still without hamstrung James Akin while the March SSE Artricity Soccer Writers Ireland Player of the Month, Ali Coote, is a doubt with a tie problem. Athletic have their own injury concerns with defender Joe Redmond and midfielder Jake Mulraney both doubtful after sustaining Knox Drata. Bowes have lost two of the last four at home against the Inchicore Club who were 3-1 winners at Dalier last August. At Tallah Stadium, the champions can extend their unbeaten run, three wins and three draws to seven matches. Shamrock Rovers host Shelburne in a rings-end derby that gives Shells the chance to leapfrog their opposition in the table with a win. Rovers start the night in third with 14 points while Shelburne are fifth with 12. All Friday night's games are down to start at 7.45 and Rovers' shells is live on RTE 2.
0: LOI Match Day on Off The Ball Here's
1: what happened on Match Day 8 in the SSE Artistry League First Division. Bray Wanderers claimed an important 1-0 win at home to Atlone Town who don't seem to be sure who's managing their team. It was originally the partnership of Dermot Lennon and Gordon Brett but the former has apparently moved to a sporting director role. At the time of recording on Thursday, Brett had been named as the new manager while the position of Dario Costello who was named as coach for the match at the Carlisle Grounds, is unclear. It doesn't matter much to Bray boss Ian Ryan, who watched defender Cole Amariam one score his fourth goal of the season in the 74th minute to see the Seagulls land in second place. That result and a defeat for Cove Ramblers in a Munster Derby clash with Waterford, saw the Cork side drop from second to fourth place. They have 14 points like Waterford, who move up to third with a better goal difference thanks to a 3-1 win at a packed St. Colmans Park. Three goals in two matches for Roland Adowu, who opened the scoring for the Blues, who had new assistant manager Alan Reynolds in the dugout with boss Keith Long. Four and three for Ronan Coughlin, who scored the second before half-time, but the Rams hit back just after the hour mark with their own super striker, Jack Doherty, hitting the sixth of the season with a penalty. But Long's men seal the win with 10 minutes to go. Big throw. And good layoff as well and this could be a third goal here. It is. Waterford are home and dry now. Good finish by Shane Griffin. Meanwhile, Wexford became the latest victims of serial winners Galway United. We'll hear from United boss John Caulfield later after his side extended their winning run to a record-breaking eight matches. David Hurley scored the opener, his third goal in two games, so he could probably be forgiven for a penalty miss two minutes before full-time with his side leading 4-0. Lee Lombardo, Darren Clark, and club top scorer Vincent Borden got the other three goals at Ferry Carrick Park to give their side a nine-point lead at the top. The Leinster club are sixth, but only two points outside the top five and the playoff places. Treaty United got a badly needed first win of the season, coming out the right side of a five-goal thriller at home against Longford Town. United's lead Devitt and Francis Campbell of the town exchanged goals in the first half, but the home team were back in front thanks to success Adogan grabbing his first goal of the season after 51 minutes. Fresh from his double against Kerry, the town's Joshua Gyurgy equalised with 10 minutes to go, but Treaty United got the all-important winner three minutes later as Dean George pounced from the bench. Those two are on six points and four clear of bottom side Kerry who earned a second point of the season with a 1-1 draw at home against Finn Harps. Former Cove Ramblers man Sean McGrath scored his first goal for Billy Dennehy's team in the latter part of the first half at a sold out Mount Hawk Park. American defender Ryan Flood struck the leveller for Harps in the 67th minute to help keep his side in 7th place and still just three points outside the playoff places. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Coming up on Match Day 9 in the SSE Electricity uh, League First Division. Galway United are gearing up for another top of the table clash in the space of a month as Bray Wanderers make the trip to Eamon DC Park and the winning combo in charge of United could end this first series of fixtures with nine wins out of nine. The hiring of former Finharps manager Ollie Horgan by the Galway club came as a real surprise to many, but manager John Caulfield told LOI Matchday that he approached the Galway native to see if he was interested in assisting him. Caulfield has admired Horgan's work for a long time. When I did my pro licence, he was on the course. And over
0: two and a half years, you get to know different people. And look, he's done incredible for for Finn Harps. And it's only, you know, in in hindsight, people will will realise the job he did. You know, stuck between two full-time professional clubs in Sligo and Derry. The achievements of keeping Harps in the Premier Division and the way he turned over teams every year. Every year, so um, you know, I could see maybe maybe why like some people might have seen it that way. Certainly, from my point of view, which was making sure I could get someone in that could make a big difference, um, to me, and, and certainly a big difference in recruitment. And um, you know, we're different people, uh, but at the same time, we have we, we have one objective we, we, we both want to win, and and um, we're both really hard working people, so um. I I was absolutely thrilled when when Ali said he came in and helped
1: The most impressive aspect of their season so far is the fact that the league leaders have only conceded three goals in eight matches. That said, there has been an impressive spread of scorers. Vincent Borden with five, three goals each for David Hurley, Ed McCarthy and Stephen Walsh, while there's another four players with two goals. It's something the manager knew he had to address after last season. Um, We
0: struggled with um, with goals. Uh, Dave Hurley had um, eight and a number of them were penalties. And then Killian Ruder set it back at a few. But our, our mix was was poor, Stephen. So, and definitely, I think, when, when Stephen Walsh in a bit of a blip in the running, we had no one really come up with the goals. And that was a problem for us. So you need goals from all over the park to give yourself a chance. And um, Ordon has done well. Uh, but that, there is a good spread amongst the team. And, and you need that. Because we have been creating chances. Uh, But you need those days when, you know, maybe, maybe our top players are
1: not at it or maybe they're not taking the chances and you need someone else to come up with the goals. Coalfield has been impressed by what former Wexford manager Ian Ryan has achieved so far with Wanderers. There's a difference in Bray this year in that you can sense that they've invested to go up. You know, when you bring a guy like
0: Ian Massey who's a serial serial winner in your, your team and you go out and you bring um, uh, Dave Webster even though he was he, he was coming back from an injury but he's still going to be a, a, a massive player for them and then you look at the guys of Groom and Lovage and and short and th- these lads that they brought up from from Wexford with them, along with uh, Cole at centre back, who's got a number of goals, you know, who was obviously a very promising player with Shamrock Rovers, and then Chris Lines, who's been around the league a long time, always got goals. Uh, and I think in the first eight games, Stephen, they've only lost one game out of eight, so it just shows you their their their, their consistency has been really really good as well. You know, they've drawn away to Waterford, and you know we we're well aware that, you know. It could be three points close to us after Friday night.
1: Meanwhile, the visitors have been bolstered this season by a number of new signings, including former Bohemians and Shamrock Rovers fullback Max Murphy. Ryan has deployed him on the left and the right, and also in central midfield. Something the 21-year-old is more than happy to do.
2: I I played uh, left back. I could play right back. I've I've played centre mid. But it's it's wherever wherever he wants me to do a job for on the night and wherever he feels comfortable is. Uh, to do the job on a night like so uh, I, I fancy myself as a, a fullback but if he needed me to do a job in centre mid or wherever I, I feel that I'm more capable of doing it for him and for the team
1: Murphy is hopeful that the Wicklow Club can go and take something from United
2: yeah 8, eight wins out of 8 I think it is uh, it's, yeah. the, it's the best start of the season anybody could ask for but we'll go down there we we'll obviously a game plan and try and execute it and uh, try and get the 3 points
1: is that the kind of the main thing for Bray is to try and figure a way to get through that sturdy defence of theirs? They've only conceded three yeah, yeah. goals this season.
2: Yeah, that's it's it's the main objective is to we'll do will do our work on them and, and, and try and see their uh, weak points and uh, try and exploit them and uh, hope for the
1: best. If Bray Wanderers slip up, Cove Ramblers and Waterford will be waiting to pounce. The Cork side have the trickier fixture as they play Athlone Town away, a place where they won 3-2 and lost 5-2 last season. So maybe we should expect goals. The long revolution continues with the home game against Kerry, who have lost all four away matches while conceding 16 goals. Granted, nine of those were in Galway. Those three matches are 7.45 45 kickoffs on Friday and then at 8 o'clock, 7th place Finn Harps and Treaty United, who are second from bottom, get underway in Bally Buffet. Will this be the night that Dave Rogers gets his first home win as manager of Harps, who play the young limerick club in the league for the first time? Tommy Barrett is looking to back up last week's win with their first of the season on the road. There's a 7.30 kick-off then on Saturday night. Longford Town hoping to climb from 8th in the table as they entertain Wexford at Bishop's Gate. Stephen Henderson's side won their last home match against Kerry and have at least started scoring goals with four in their last two matches, more than the two they scored in the previous six. Three points for the visitors could take them up into the playoff places so it's a big night in the Midlands for both clubs. That's a wrap for this week's edition of LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. You can contact me Stephen Doyle on Twitter. My handle there is Rebel. Thank you very much for listening. Please like, subscribe and review wherever you listen to your podcasts and I'll be back with you for next week's LOI Match Day.
0: LOI Match Day on Off The Ball.